I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you have clicked onto this podcast, I'm assuming that you are single. So I want to tell you about my best-selling pre-marriage course for Muslims. It's been created for people like you and it will help you decide what you want for marriage. The lessons are pre-recorded so you can learn and watch as much as you want whenever you want. Now, the most often asked question I get asked is where can I find a guy? I don't know where to look. That's what women are telling me. So To help solve this problem, I'm including two amazing practical bonuses when you sign up for the course. So this is a new offer that I'm giving. And since I've started it, I've had so many sisters signing up, alhamdulillah, and the feedback has been, mashallah, amazing. So the bonus offer one is that you will receive one year free membership with the Half Dean Matrimonial website. That's a website that Baba Ali has started. When you join Uh, the course, you will save $84 on that one year free membership. So in essence, you're saving money straight away because the course is actually only £50. And there's also 20%, I give a 20% off that price as well on top of it. I don't want to make this expensive for you. I want to keep it reasonable. So that's the first thing that you will get. You'll get one year free membership, half Dean. So you can start looking, you can make your profile, you can start speaking to and connecting with potential spouses straight away that that's what I want to help sisters do number two is you'll receive the contact details for my personal matchmaker that I recommend I know her well and she's doing an amazing job she has people on her list who are actively looking to get married you can text her immediately and start looking at profiles so that's what you want, isn't it? And that, so that's what I thought. I'm going to include that in my pre-marriage course for Muslims. So what are you waiting for? Go to smartmuslima.com, enroll and start your marriage journey today. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Smart Muslim Podcast. My name is Farad Amin, I'm your host. And today I'll be speaking about uh, Muslim marriage apps. 
And Alhamdulillah, I have a sister with me, Hafsa, who she's going to also be sharing her experience of marriage apps. And I know that I talk about this in my book, Smart Single Muslimer, and in my pre-marriage course for Muslim women. And it's something that using apps to find a spouse is something that is really growing in popularity. But what I find is apart from the online adverts and the marketing that you get from the apps and the websites, there aren't so many reviews and um, really just like genuine, authentic um, reviews where people are explaining what the experience has been for them. And I thought it would be really good just to hear from someone who's used used them because I get a lot of questions about them and I, because I haven't used them myself, I can't really say what is good or bad. I can only talk about what other people, men and women, have told me. So, inshallah, let's let's begin. Um, Asalaamu Alaikum, Hafsa, how are you? Wa Alaikum Salaam, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm well. Uh, so, thank you so much for, for coming on. And, um, yeah, let's just get straight to it. What made you want to start using apps to, you know, to, to search for a compatible spouse? First of all, thanks for having me. Um, I think first of all, um, what really drew me to, well, at least the specific app that I was using was um, pretty much to make sure that I have my family involved at every process of the, you know, at, at, at every at every stage of the process. Um, and I, I found with one of these apps, um, which is called Sunnah Match, is that allowed you to have your your father, your your family involved from the very first stage. So. I felt a lot more protected in the process of finding a spouse as of course you know meeting somebody on your own um, can be a whole different dynamic and of course not at all times can uh, you know family be involved in the very first stage but what I found with an app that I came across called Cinematch was that um, your father had to be involved from the very first stage of you know the brother you were getting into contact with you so I felt you know very um, I felt very safe and protected in this process um, to have the guidance of my family, you know, meeting a spouse. And um, I'd also given my family, you know, I'd, I'd asked my family, you know, if they could look for me and, um, you know, I was happy for them to recommend anybody for me. So it was, it was already quite an open uh, conversation um, in the family. Um, but then to have an app where there's already, there are, there are, you know, brothers that, you know, I may find, um, I may find compatibility with, they, you know, there's that database there that can be shared with my father and allow him to, you know, guide me in that process. Mm -hmm. Because did you find that the other apps didn't have that feature? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I know typically um, the very popular apps are Mismatch and Salams. Um, I have many friends, many friends that use it. And of course, you know, there's a lot, a lot of marketing around it. Um, but what I found, what I was struggling with on those apps was, of course, finding somebody who you are religiously compatible with. You know, you want to find a partner who is sort of on the same spiritual journey as you, somebody that is, you know, trying to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's hard to find that on on apps like Mazmatch and Salams. It's a lot more, I feel, I feel it's a lot more informal. There's a lot more focus on, I think, personality and your lifestyle, which is all good. Um, those are, you know, things to consider when looking for a spouse. But less emphasis on your islam and with cinema it was a lot, it's a lot more different you know you you have you know 
you have a chance to really explain your Islam in detail. Uh, and many brothers on the app, majority say, um, do explain it in a lot of detail. It, it, it allows you to find somebody compatible in that sense. And of course, there are also, you know, chances to explain your personality and your lifestyle, your, you know, characteristics and traits. Um, so I, I found it was a lot more easier to kind of find the person I was compatible with, you know, to kind of filter out those that I may not be compatible with. Whereas with, um, also with um, Mazmach and Salams, of course, you have the option to share your photos. Well, mm. interestingly, with Cinemach, you don't. So you actually don't know what the, what the person looks like until you get into contact with them. You're choosing to match with somebody based on your Islam and your personalities. Um, so it, it can be, <laughs> it can be, of course, uh, it's, it's a very different experience, of course. You don't know what you're getting yourself into because, of course, attraction is very important yes. for many of us. Well, that's what I'm straight away that I, I did think that that some people could look at that and think that's actually a negative because mm. you could end up speaking to someone, you know, you're you're putting a time into this. Um, what is it the case that so what's the po could you explain that what's the process? So the process is that, of course, when you sign up to the app, you have to list your your Wally's details. So um, your Wally, for those listening, is your is a woman's male guardian. So typically that's your father. But in some cases, it might be your brother or your uncle and um, whoever is sort of your guardian, male guardian in your life. Um, so when a brother requests you um, on Cinematch, he can only get into contact with you through your Wally. Um, and for sisters, sisters can also request brothers, but if but they have to accept um, the request to then um, be given the details of your wali to get into contact with them. So let's say I've been requested by a brother on Cinematch, and he's accepted my and I've accepted his request. Um, he would then be forwarded my details of my wali that could be his phone number or his email address, and then he would then get into contact with my father um, and. Um, basically, you know, inform him that, you know, I've, I've matched with your daughter on uh, on Cinematch, um, I'm interested in getting to know her, and then they'll sort of arrange a meeting from there on, or, or it could be a phone call, a video call, it could be in person, whatever sort of works for the two people at the time. And then you can also, you know, many brothers, they will share their photo actually instantly, um, and then it's up to, the, to, to, to myself or, you know, the sisters, they would like to share their photo over text. Um, as in my father shares a photo or maybe they want feel more comfortable meeting in person so there's complete freedom there how you want to then decide if, if you're attracted to somebody if you want to wait till you meet each other or if you would like to see a photo beforehand before um before deciding to proceed with any phone calls or meetings so although there's no photos available on the app yeah. um you know when the brother gets into contact with your father or your brother or uncle um, there is that cho choice there, really, to to, yeah. to then do that. So actually, that's not such a big deal. I, in a way, not having the photo, then it does take away the emphasis on choosing someone like um, purely for their looks, or you know, giving mm -hmm. them a really high priority. It, it then takes away the that emphasis on looks and focuses it more on on personality, on Dean. And I guess that is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. I think it really takes away the superficial elements of looking for a spouse because, of course, as important as um, attraction is, I feel like it makes it very easy to dismiss somebody. 
so when I, you know, I did try most merchant alarms, not actively, but I thought, let me make a profile. Let me see, you know, what's, you know, let's see what the fuss is about. Maybe it's not as bad as I think. So I just made a profile and, you know, I've been, I would, I would swipe through and see, okay, you know, what kind of brothers are on there. But naturally, of course, if you come across, the first thing you see is somebody's photo. So if you feel there's not an attraction, naturally you're going to, naturally you're going to just dismiss it. Um, you, you would, of course, go on to read the profile, but, you know, your gut instinct would go with whether you're attracted to this person or not. Whereas with Cinematch, I find that you, you know, really reading about the person first, because at the end of the day, of course, personality can bring that attraction to somebody, somebody's lifestyle, their values, you know, their morals, um, their day-to-day -day Islam, that can really bring out, you know, I think that's very important to first look at. And it's not completely sort of hidden either on Cinematch, you have filters where you can describe if you, you know sort of your look. So they have categories that you choose for yourself, whether you think you're average looking, whether you think you're attractive, very attractive. And some people might find this quite strange. Um, yeah, to rate themselves. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to be very honest with yourself and just, you know, be, be very humble and, and say, you know, whether you feel that you are attractive or very attractive, or if you feel you're average looking, it depends, you know, it, Everybody is very, it's very, um, you know, it's, it's up to the, you know, the, the person will then decide at the end of the day how they feel. But I think there's no, there's no harm and there's nothing to be embarrassed about either or shy about in this, in this sense, because then it allows somebody to then figure out before deciding to proceed with a match if, okay, um, could I be, what, you know, what, may I be, you know, would I be attracted to this person? They, they might say that they are. For example, they might say they are attractive and their height is, for example, six foot two. I don't know. Um, so it's, you, you kind of get a sense of, you know, the yeah. level of attractiveness. So it's not completely hidden. Um, it's not completely hidden either. Yeah, because I, I, the, the flip side of, of what you've just described is that when you look at, um, again, it, it's Musmatch Salam. I'm sure there are a few others. Um, they um, seem to want to attract users by pictures of pretty girls. You know, it's mainly, mm -hmm. in, in, if you look at the marketing, it's, um, you know, a stereotypical, um, or should I say normative, what, what people think normatively is attractive in men and women. And that really did annoy me because I, I did think your, and, and this is people who have used the app have said this to me that, there's this, you have this expectation that there's going to be all these attractive people on the app and you're going to somehow get, be able to connect to them. And they said, but that's actually not true. Um, it, it just isn't like that. You have every, not everyone is that attractive. And, but by, by showing those pictures and then what they said was that it's so easy to people just, they just lie as far as their photos. Mm -hmm. Um, edit them they're using filters and the number of times that people have said to me the photo that was on there and then when they actually saw them or met them they didn't look anything like that and they said so it's and it that was just such a, it was a it was uh so disheartening that this is a must supposed to be a muslim marriage app but then to be mm -hmm. honest you know everyone people come in all you know all types of people but they did say that was um really it was it really was a waste of their time when they're going on there and the pictures the people did not actually look like or it was a just a younger photo that they put up and they didn't look like that 
so yeah and I, I think that's the danger of, of, of having so much emphasis on on photos and looks because you know you you kind of put all your eggs into one basket in that sense it's kind of like you think you're attracted to this person and you maybe look really forward to seeing them um and um and, and on the flip side it's also you know you may be very attracted to this person but they're not who you want as a spouse you know in terms of compatibility so but first assessing somebody on their personality, their, their their values, their Islam, really figuring out if this is somebody that you could spend potentially the rest of your life with, and then deciding if you're attracted to somebody. I think it's a lot more. You, you think with a you think with a lot you 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 think with a much clearer head in that sense, and I, that's what I found for myself. You know, I've found that I'm really focusing on compatibility, um, yeah. and then worrying about whether I'd be attracted to this person later or not. Because it's not to say that to match with somebody, you have to speak to them because they can get into contact with your father. And I've had these experiences where they've got into contact with my father and shared their photos and I'm not attracted to them. Um, and, you know, I just make the, you know, the right decision at that point to say um, perhaps we shouldn't proceed. Um, and sometimes, you know, there could be cases where maybe they're not your ideal type of person um, that you think you'd be attracted to, but... Um, you decide, okay, let me just give this a shot, meet them in person or meet them. Because it all depends on somebody, how they carry themselves as well. That can also yeah. make a big difference because not everyone's great at taking photos. I'm not very great at taking photos. Uh, so I always kind of you know panic when it comes to that part because you know, you're trying to find the best photo of yourself and the most accurate looking photo of yourself as well. But you find that when you're in, you know, maybe when you meet the person in real life or even over a video call, um, something about them comes out that you do find attractive mm. um, the way they the way they speak and the way they their manners and just the way they dress maybe so you know really assessing somebody for compatibility first and, and then you know and then looking at you know their appearance later I think allows you think to think with a, with a, with a much more clearer head um, and, and you don't have so many expectations in that sense mm. and I think that that applies to men and women they it's um yeah both genders need to start thinking more in that way because it's I know online there there is we all know what is seen to be attractive now and you that's what the kind of image you keep seeing of men and women people are trying to like um narrow create become that type of attractive person you know whether it's mm -hmm. slim a particular amount of slimness a particular yeah fairness you know and for guys you know particular as far as what their build is or what their height is and mm -hmm. and I think we have to start realizing we're, let's create us in all different shapes and sizes yeah beauty really is in the eye of the beholder mm -hmm. but I wanted to ask you now alhamdulillah you were saying it was good that your dad was all now for some women um their wali may not be um they may not have a wali for example mm. um if they're a weaver like I know sisters who they or their father has passed away and their brother yeah. or uncles, they don't want the responsibility. Um, so, or for example, some women may not have a good relationship, a good enough relationship with yeah. their father or brother that they want them to be in that. So that can be an issue, can't it, in this process? Yeah, definitely. I, I totally recognise that everybody is, circumstances are different you may not always have um, a wali in your life that can take that responsibility for you or maybe you just don't feel comfortable 
um, you know, based on your relationship or, you know, perhaps for other personal reasons. And, and like you said, um, you know, um, they, they may not have anyone in their life at all. Um, I think in that case, um, I think really the emphasis on Islam, the emphasis in Islam is is really to just not be alone with somebody. You know, the element of um, khalwa, which means you know to to not be alone with something. And in this in this case, it would be to not be alone with a man. Um, so I think it's really just about taking as many precautions as you can. You know, maybe your mother can be um, you know your guardian in that sense. Maybe she can accompany you. Um, over a phone call, video call, or in person. I've had that in some cases, for example, when um, my brothers were not um, available that week or, you know, there was a lot going on, different, you know, everyone's got busy lives. And, um, you know, you know, I, I've, I would bring my mum along with me, for example. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, there's always, you know, you, you, there's always circumstances where you can't always have it the way that you ideally would like to. Um, so I think it's just more about making sure you're not alone with the person and, and bringing somebody along that you can trust. Of course, it can be somebody, it could be a cousin, it could be a, a friend. Um, you know, um, ideally, I, th- I feel it should be somebody maybe older than you, whether it could be an older cousin, older auntie, or or, or your mum, for example. Um, so I think it's it, there can be a lot of barriers. I, I, I recognize that. But I think it's always just key to always have a third person with you uh, because that protects you at the end of the day, um, uh, as we as we know. Um, so I think yeah, that, that it's it's all about taking precautions really, just making sure that you are you are feeling safe in that space, um, and and you can have somebody there who can also sort of, you know, it, it always helps to have a third person and get their opinion also. Kind of they listen to the conversations, you know, they can um, sort of um, sort of make their own judgment of of that person too and guide you um, on that journey. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that what's happened nowadays is we've um, going and the idea of going and seeing a guy on your own, you know, I literally like a, a date has become so normalized. Absolutely. And and the thing is that if we think about like everything you just said about getting another person's opinion, someone who's more mature, and also there is the there is that safety element, you know, the fact that the mm. you know we're told that if two people, uh, you know, two non-Mahman people are man and woman are on their own, the third will be shaitan. shaitan that yeah. is a really powerful hadith that we really need to think about when the idea of going and thinking, oh, no, it's okay. It's just going to mean him and it will be fine. Actually, you don't know if it's going to be fine. He's a complete stranger. Yeah. And I would even say for guys as well, if they're meeting with a woman, you don't know what you could be accused of it's mm-hmm. actually people we are really strange nowadays I think they've always been a little bit strange but the things you hear that you know happen that you know the fact that people spike people's drinks you you can't we can't yeah. be so trusting even though we're all Muslim and you found someone on a Muslim de- you know app you have to there's a reason why Allah puts gives us a guardian gives us protection and I think the idea of you just said about your mum or if it was your aunt so just someone has to be there um because uh you you can't we cannot just trust people nowadays because that is the thing with apps that that's what i find with alhamdulillah this this app that you're mentioning seems better but i think the whole idea that people can put a fake profile a fake mm-hmm. picture they can you know write a bunch of lies about themselves and that is the way some people are. And so we have to be 
aware of that and be much more intelligent. And it doesn't mean we think, oh, all Muslims are bad and I'm not going to use these things anymore. But it's just knowing this is the world we live in. So be prepared and don't be naive. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, the thing is, it can really put people off these apps when they have these bad experiences. Um, and, I, and I've... Um... I, I know sisters that have used um, apps like Muzmatch and Salams, um, you know, very practicing sisters, but they just, they, they're not ready to involve their, their wali at the very first stage, like Sunamatch would, would force you to. So, you know, they use apps like um, Salams and Muzmatch and do their best to keep it, you know, as halal as possible. Um, but they're just meeting the wrong guys on that, you know, they, and they'll meet guys where, you know, they're in talking stages for weeks and weeks and they're not really getting to know this person for who they truly are because it's all over text and it's all alone and you're not really understanding who this person is. You're not really getting the truth out of them. It's very, you know, it becomes very much um, about, I guess, impressing the person and, you know, there's no real commitment either. You know, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no one over your shoulder to kind of, you know, ask, okay, so where is this going? Yes. If your if your father was involved, you know, um, you would, you know, you'd expect to know by the first few conversations. Okay, are you? How are you feeling about my daughter? How would you like to proceed? Um, whereas when you're when it's just you know a man and a woman alone, you know, mm. there's no one really there to I guess supervise or I guess you know it's, it's, it can be very difficult. And I'm hearing you know awful stories where you know you know there are you know women are just stuck in talking stages for for weeks on end and not really knowing where things are heading or they or things are not adding up and they're finding out things that don't make sense um and you know or if there's rejection they're they you know the men are taking it very badly and, and this is of course not to speak on everyone's experience i'm sure you know um, everyone's experience is their own but just from what i'm hearing from sisters is that speaking alone is just it can be very dangerous mm-hmm. and not having that not having that extra authority sorry <clears throat> not having an extra person there a third person there to to guard you on that process and to make you feel safe and protected um it, it can be very challenging and yeah. i've had experience i had i've had the experience um i'm comfortable to say with a, a situation where i have spoken to somebody just one-on-one with the, with the permission of my parents to get to know somebody for the sake of marriage um but it's been a completely different uh, experience to having my father involved. And it's like you said, you know, men are put on this earth to protect us. You know, mm-hmm. they, are, they, are, they are meant to be our protectors and caretakers. 
and it really shows you how different the experience is when you have your your protector involved mm. um, because even when I've had been in a situation where my my mum and dad are both fully aware that I'm getting to know somebody for marriage but spending time with that person um, alone even in public you know spending time out in restaurants you know cafes texting privately it forms attachment yes it forms attachment and you cannot avoid it it's um, you know it's um it's when, when it's just the two of you it's it's inevitable when you're speaking on end and no real timeline either of when that when when the marriage is going to happen because yes maybe maybe, maybe maybe the boy's parents they're not ready for him to get married yet yeah. whereas when you're on a marriage app it's very much a given that the boy's parents are you know they want him to get married they're helping him get married you know um whereas when it's just the two of you you've met at university or you've met at your workplace or wherever it may be and you don't have families involved there's no confirmation of where it's heading mm. and the thing is what i found like it's interesting. I um, I, I coach sisters, um, single sisters. So I've coached a number of sisters. I have friends who are matchmakers. I have a another very close friend who she she coaches single sisters as well. And it's very interesting what um all of them. We're all seeing the same thing. And what you're saying is chiming in with this. That what will happen is when you two people, a girl and a guy, they start speaking. And this idea of timeline, the girl is too, she doesn't want to come across as too pushy or needy or, oh, you know, pick me, please. I, I want to marry you. <laughs> so she's being all breezy and cool and she won't say, so when are you going to talk to my dad? Mm-hmm. She won't say, so when, well, really, it's usually when are you going to come and meet my family? That That is the, mm-hmm. yeah. that's like when you start sealing the deal and it gets serious. And so because, she, because the thing is that, you know, why does society talk? young girls nowadays that no you don't do that because you don't really need a man but actually <laughs> you do want a man <laughs> but you mustn't let them know that it's it's very good I, when they were t- saying so I was like gosh you're making my head spin by all this talk it's actually quite straightforward in Islam but that's what they end up doing and so it will be two months three months and I said to the, the young ladies that hold on at what point are you going to stop talking and is he going to come and see your parents that is the norm and they're saying no and I said no you have to ask him that and then when they do every single time unfortunately it's been he then he then ghosts them or says it doesn't work out then because what he wanted and I'm not uh, criticizing all guys there are lots of good Muslim guys out there but um because it wasn't he thought there was no um again like you said no father there that he had Mm -hmm. to talk to the minute he had to talk to the dad it show he showed his true colours that he wasn't serious. So I think for women, they need to have more respect for themselves and say, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't have to do that. Um, I don't have to put myself through this. Islam doesn't say I have to. So we, we should just stop it and say, no, unless you're going to be serious, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. And, and it could even be the case where the guy is very serious, but his, his family is just not ready. Um, yes. You know, his age, his financial stability, you know, of course, there are a lot of expectations of men to, you know, of course, in Islam to provide. And, you know, in this day and age, it's very hard, of course, to provide um, on a single income. And, you know, some parents, they want their they want their son to be really, you know, really have themselves set up for this world before getting married. And, um, you know, it could be the case where, you know, there's there's, um, you know, the, the guy is very keen, but the, but his family are not. 
Um, mm. But had you known that from the very beginning, you would not have gotten yourself involved with this with this man. Yeah. Um, which which was the case in one of my experiences where my parents were allowing me to get to know somebody for the sake of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, eventually, you know, I wasn't comfortable actually just speaking alone on text. What we did actually, which is which I would highly recommend if if you if you have to speak over a text for, for a certain amount of time, is um, having a group chat with a third person. And mm-hmm. in my case, it was my brother. Uh, my brother was in the group chat. And, you know, of course, it, it, it safeguarded me in that sense where, you know, my, my conversations were seen. Um, I was protected. You know, you know, of course, it was a very, you know, it would remain sensible um, as, as it should be, of course. <laughs> but, you know, having... I spoke to a marriage coach about this and she had said to me, okay, how long have you been in this group chat? It's really, you know, Marshall, looks very good. You have that to protect you. And it was a couple of months at that point. And she had asked, okay, well, have you met the family yet? And I said, no. Um, and she, you know, very strongly advised me that to, you know, it's a great Marshall that you have this um, group chat to, you know, to, to be able to speak with this person, but it's very superficial. You mm-hmm. don't really know this person until you meet their family. You don't know what his family think and what they want for their son. Yes. And and what happened was when the family finally did meet after gosh, probably so you know a very long time of of convincing it to happen because the parents were not ready for their son to get married, was you know when when the families came face to face, um you know they had been clear that they weren't you know they weren't ready for for that yet. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a lot of time you spent getting to know somebody in private. Yeah. Um, even in the be- even in the most appropriate circumstances, going from private texting to having your having a group chat, it's still a lot of time spending talking with mm-hmm. no clear direction of where it's going. You know, you 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 know what you want, and you 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 have it. You know, you want it to go somewhere, <laughs> but at the end of the day, parents are going to have their say. You yeah. know, they're going to have their own opinions, and if you're not clear on that from the start, you end up wasting a lot of time. Yeah, that has what you just said. You won't believe how many women that has happened to, and it's and it can happen to men as well. It can happen the other way too. That it, it is, um, yeah. And the thing is, nowadays, even if someone's abroad, you know, you can. I had one friend. I said to her, look, his parents were in. No, her, I can't remember now. Well, her parents in abroad or his, and I said, hello, have you not heard of Zoom? you have a Zoom meeting, video call with people, with the parents, all the parents, you get them together. And, yeah. you know, that's what you do. Or you, you've got WhatsApp, you can call each other. That's just, when someone starts making excuses for them, you not to speak to their parents, that is the biggest red flag in the world. Because yeah. I don't know, and someone, again, someone very recently, again, she said, she literally thought she was going to get married. And then he says, oh, I'm not sure if my parents are going to accept this. And she said, what? You didn't tell me this. Mm. And and so therefore, I think we need to learn the lessons. The, these things yeah. happen. People will do these things. But we, when we hear these stories, don't let it put, it shouldn't put us off. We yeah. should just know, okay, yeah, I need to know very quickly what your parents think. You know, you need to know what my parents think. That's why parents meet and talk. Um, and and like you said this just texting each other one-on-one you know like I know the Hadith says about physically meeting but if mm-hmm. you even think about this texting you are alone you are yeah. on your own you could you're in your you could be in your bedroom he's in his bedroom and you no one can see this conversation no one can mm-hmm. hear it no one can and that is a big problem a lot of the Muslim apps they're actually just a copy of um, the non-Muslim apps 
the dating apps. They they really had just copied thought. Okay, that these are working well. They're making money. You know, people are going on them, and they just kind of made like a kind of Islamicized, not really actually just a Muslim, not Islamicized version of it. And it was little amount of text, short amount of text, and it was emphasis on the pictures. Uh, so Hafsa, could you tell me what have you found negative about your experience using Sunamatch? Um, I'd say for the negatives, um, I mean, I don't know how much of a negative it is, but I mean, maybe a downfall of the app could be that, of course, with the only way to contact you is through, you know, your wali, you know, the, the brother getting the contact details. Of course, you know, so brothers, they can send out multiple requests at a time and then they might, you know, go ahead with a sister that they feel most compatible with or they might decide to speak to more than one sister at a time and, you know, and, and go about it in that sense. But for sisters, it could be a lot more uncomfortable to do it that way. I mean, for myself, in my experience, I would hesitate from accepting more than one request at a time. Um, you know, I might see a really good request, but because I've already accepted somebody, um, I may not want to then straight away accept another person until I've spoken to to the brother. Because it's quite a straightforward process when, you know, if, if, a, if a brother is to request you and you accept him, most of the time they'll get into contact quite soon. You can get, you can have a video call or a meeting or whatever it may be but then sometimes they don't get into contact straight away because maybe they've decided to go with a sister that's more compatible for them so you could be waiting around for quite some time and I've, I've been I've had those experiences where I've only accepted one match and maybe for two weeks I haven't heard anything um, from my father so then I'll maybe then decide to accept another person so it can be a bit overwhelming in that sense to you know because we were aware that you know our fathers are going to be contacted we're a bit more aware of how many people are going to get into contact at once, you know, in case there are something in more than one, in case there is more than one brother that is really interested in you. So it can just be, it's a very, you've got to be very patient. I would say you have to be very patient with the process, unless you're comfortable to speak to more than one brother at once. You know, every person is different, but in my experience, I think that was just a downfall of, you know, waiting for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that would just be, yeah, not a huge negative, but of course you just, yeah. It's all about patience, really. Okay. Um, and so, alhamdulillah, it's like so much for coming on and talking about how you found the process of using the manager. To end, what would be really nice is if you could give three, they can just be very quick tips for, uh, if a sister's thinking of using a, a Muslim marriage app, that what should she like be aware of? And in particular, I know that one of the things that women and men say is that it can be quite a exhausting experience going on any of the apps because yeah. you have to you have to think of a profile and you have to you know describe yourself in a couple of paragraphs, which is quite difficult, and then taking the white photo, but then the whole the getting rejected that that's one of the things that mm -hmm. how even that word to be honest is it's such a negative word that because they you you could say oh don't take it personally but it is very personal and so it can really affect your mental health to the point where you think I don't even want to do this I don't even want to look I, and I'll just stay single for however long because I don't want to put myself through this so what would your advice be like just three bits of advice inshallah Okay, I think uh, three main bits of advice. Firstly, um, I would highly, highly recommend using apps like Cinematch where you have, you know, um, a guardian involved, whether that's, you know, in whatever, whatever, whatever form that may be, whether it's your father, your brother, uncle, even your mother, um, just because you feel a lot more protected in the process. And 
it's actually less exhausting. It, it still is a very exhausting process, but um, you you know you you have that safety of somebody a third person involved. So I would um, strongly recommend you know similar apps a go where you have somebody involved, or if you decide to go about it a different way through Mudmatch or wherever else it may be, just involving somebody in the process. Um, I feel that can really make a difference uh, mentally. I, I felt a lot more, I felt a lot more, you know, stable in the process doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, second tip would be to just be very honest with yourself about the who you are and what you want in a spouse. Like, be very, very honest. And sometimes I know, as Muslims, we don't want to, you know, <laughs> disclose sort of our, our, you know, in too much detail our Islam and you know, how we live our lives. You know, maybe how many prayers we do a day, how how much Quran we read. But you're looking for somebody you want to, you know, you, you're looking for compatibility here. You're looking for somebody who you want to be ideally on the same or similar spiritual journey with. So I think you should be very honest with how you, how who you are as a Muslim and what you're looking for. Because for women especially, you know, the husband, you know, he is going to be, you know, the leader in the relationship, ideally. You know, that's what we want. Okay, we want we want our husbands to lead us in life. Um, that is their role, you know, to, to lead us in our marriage. And you want to make sure that you're marrying somebody that you can trust and you can um, respect with that leadership. Because if you don't have that respect, if you don't trust this person to guide you as a Muslim and to guide your future children, then it can be very difficult. You know, you, you if, if you're going to shy away from asking very important questions, for example, like how is your relationship with the masjid and how is your relationship with the Quran? If these things are very important to you, if it's important for your husband to pray in the masjid or to read Quran regularly, then I think you should you know, make these things clear. It protects you from finding out things later on that maybe you're not so satisfied with. Um, so I think just be very, very honest with who you are as a Muslimah. You know, you don't have to disclose too much detail. And there's certain things, you know, are private and we want to keep to ourselves between, you know, ourselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, you know, some things that are very important for you to have in your spouse. You want someone that encourages you and inspires you to become better every day. So I think these things should be very clear in your profiles. And in, I know marriage meetings as well to, to ask these questions. And the third one, I would just say Istikara. Istikara uh, is honestly a game changer because you leave it to Allah. It's honestly like taking such a huge weight off my shoulders to have a marriage meeting with somebody or even to not, whether it's from initially re- accepting a request from somebody or from going on a marriage meeting. It has been such a game changer for me to just pray Istikara and let Allah do, you know, let him take control. You know, I, it's, I take it off my shoulders and I just say, Allah, you deal with this uh, and you show me what's right. And when things don't work out, when, when, when a guy comes back and says that, you know, he's not interested uh, or he won't be taking things further or I just don't hear back, you well, know, I don't feel so overwhelmed. You know, it's a bit, you know, of course you feel naturally as humans, you're going to feel a bit bummed that, oh, okay, I like this person, you know, yeah. the really good conversation we had. But you just you don't get so caught up in what you want. You know, you you focus more on what Allah wants for you. And it's honestly, you know, it's really the the best thing I can recommend. You know, at every stage, even when even when things are going well, because even when things are going well, that person is not yours yet. You don't yeah. know if you're going to marry this person. So when you get so caught up in, oh my gosh, we're getting along, and you know, he seems really great, and you know, you know, uh, I can see I can see myself with this with this person. You don't know that yet. You don't know if Allah has written this person for you. So when you, you when you make sure to do istikara and sincerely do it, you really understand what you're reading. And and knowing what istikara is as well, it's not about a dream or a sign. The dua is literally saying, you know, Allah, if this is good for me, make it easy for me. Uh, if it's and if it's not, then turn it away from me. So you get your answer when things are going well or if things are going bad. So istikara definitely would be my my final tip. 
Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, that is so good. And so much for coming on and sharing just your experience and, and your advice because there genuinely isn't a lot out there when it comes to apps. Yeah, and Michelle, I really hope the listeners, I hope that you learned something here and it's going to help you on your journey, in your marriage journey, inshallah. Um, so, yeah, Jazakallah Khair Hafsa, inshallah, we will speak again soon. Inshallah, Jazakallah Khair for having me. All right, then, take care. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. If you have clicked onto this podcast, I'm assuming that you are single. So, I want to tell you about my best selling pre marriage course for Muslims. It's been created for people like you and it will help you decide what you want for marriage. The lessons are pre-recorded so you can learn and watch as much as you want whenever you want. Now, the most often asked question I get asked is where can I find a guy? I don't know where to look. That's what women are telling me. So to help solve this problem, I'm including two amazing practical bonuses when you sign up for the course. So this is a new offer that I'm giving. And since I've started it, I've had so many sisters signing up, alhamdulillah, and the feedback has been Mashallah, amazing. So the bonus offer one is that you will receive one year free membership with the Half Dean Matrimonial website. That's a website that Baba Ali has started. When you join uh, the course, you will save $84 on that one year free membership. So in essence, you're saving money straight away because the course is actually only £50. And there's also 20%, I give a 20% off that price as well on top of it. I don't want to make this expensive for you. I want to keep it reasonable. So that's the first thing that you will get. You'll get one year free membership, Half Dean. So you can start looking, you can make your profile, you can start speaking to and connecting with potential spouses straight away. That That's what I want to help sisters do. Number two is you'll receive the contact details for my personal matchmaker that I recommend. I know her well and she's doing an amazing job. She has people on her list who are actively looking to get married. You can text her immediately and start looking at profiles. So that's what you want, isn't it? And that, so that's what I thought. I'm going to include that in my pre-marriage course for Muslims. So what are you waiting for? Go to smartmuslima.com, enroll and start your marriage journey today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.